Good morning, good morning, everyone. Or whatever time it is that you are uh, transforming your bodies, you are about to start your workout, uh, whether you're getting on your treadmill, on your bike, or about to go out for your walk, uh, this is the time that we are transforming our bodies as we transform our minds by the word of God. Hallelujah. It is a beautiful day. I'm coming to you from San Jose, California right now. Ah, yes, and it is beautiful. So wherever you are, uh, just know that today is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. So no matter what you are facing today, uh, no matter what giants may be trying to come up against you, uh, just know already that the giants must fall. They have to fall. By the Spirit of God, I declare that any giants in your life, that that they are destroyed today in the name of Jesus. They shall fall. They have fallen. Hallelujah. So I'm just going to open up in prayer, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We just thank you for this time together, Lord, in your word. Oh, Father, we thank you that as we are transforming our bodies, Lord God, that we are transforming our minds with your word, uh, with the precious Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us. We love you so much, Father. We just exalt you this morning. Uh, we ask for forgiveness of sin. We thank you, Jesus, for the blood that has washed it away. We thank you that we are hidden in you. And Father, we thank you for divine revelation, prophetic revelation, whatever you have for us today in your word lord god we receive it by faith in jesus name amen and amen okay today we are in chapter 19 of genesis we are moving right along uh, we learned uh yesterday uh that uh, how to intercede okay that our prayers are powerful as abraham interceded for lot and his family and any others uh who are righteous down in the city of sodom and gomorrah because uh, the lord came to him and told him his plan that he was going to destroy this city because of the wickedness uh so we learned a couple other things in that chapter as well as all of genesis so far uh so if you're just now uh, joining us on this podcast uh, uh go back and review or listen for the very first time uh, to uh, Genesis 1 through 18 uh, because God has been opening up his word to us and we have gotten great insight and great uh, revelation through the spirit of God uh, not through me but through the precious Holy Spirit so we thank him once again all right so in ch uh, we're going to start in verse 1 uh, so that evening the two angels came to the entrance of the city of Sodom Lot was sitting there and when he saw them he stood up to meet them then he welcomed them and bowed his face to the ground my lords he said come to my home to wash your feet and be my guests for the night you may then get up early in the morning and be on your way uh, so when these angels come into town a uh, lot is sitting at the city gate and he recognized uh, that these are not ordinary men okay uh, he recognizes that uh, this is angelic uh, men okay angels uh that this is an angelic host that's in his presence and he bows down before them he bows low and he gives honor uh, uh to them 
and he tells them uh, come uh, be my guest so he is being hospitable towards them inviting them into his house and to be his guest and they say oh no they replied we'll just spend the night out here in the city square but Lot insisted so at last they went home with him Lot prepared a feast for them complete with fresh bread made without yeast and they ate but before they retired for the night all the men of Sodom young and old came from all over the city and surrounded the house okay I'm going to go back for just a second when he says uh, that they uh, prepared fresh bread without yeast and they ate. And this just made me think about uh, the night of Passover. And we aren't in the New Testament yet, okay? But some of you uh, have read that far and are aware of uh, the night when God was bringing uh, the children of Israel out of, of uh, Egypt and that uh, the Passover lamb that needed to be slaughtered okay which is the foreshadowing of Jesus so we're even going ahead further of that but uh, they made bread without yeast and God told them to do that because they had to do it quickly okay because they were going to be on the run uh, because God was going to pull them out of a place of darkness into a place of his protection uh, into a place of light he was going to judge a place and was pulling them out of there before the judgment and so this just uh, reminded me of that as I'm reading this that Lot uh, prepared bread without yeast okay so God is so amazing and the word is just so tied together it's just unbelievable okay so we can get a foreshadowing here or a clue that something is about to happen that Lot and his family is is about to be on the move and be on the move quickly okay uh, so Lot uh, prepares this meal uh, this bread without yeast and they ate uh, going back to verse 4 uh, but before they retired for the night all the men of Sodom young and old came from all over the city and surrounded the house they shouted to Lot where are the men who came to spend the night with you bring them out to us so we can have sex with them my goodness so all the men it says all the men young and old came to Lot's house demanding that he bring those men outside so they can have sex with them so the demonic spirit is strong here I mean this is a spirit of homosexuality a spirit of lust that has brought these men to Lot's house demanding that he throw his guests out there so that they can rape them I mean this is an evil okay so this just shows us when God said that he is sending his angels to destroy this city uh, we see that there is real cause for this I mean if we ever doubted okay um, why would he need to destroy a whole city uh, we're seeing here that the demonic presence that the spirit of evil is rampant it's it's everywhere it's strong uh, to the point that they will come to someone's house all the men of the city it says and demand that these strangers who has come unto their city uh, that lot throw them out and they rape them and we and we have to know that this is a demonic spirit okay that is ushering them uh, to do this evil thing uh, so anyway uh, we're at verse 6. Uh, so Lot stepped outside to talk to them, shutting the door behind him. 
please, my brothers, he begged, don't do such a wicked thing. Look, I have two virgin daughters. Let me bring them out to you and you can do with them as you wish. But please leave these men alone for they are my guests and they are under my protection. Now, the first time I read this verse, I have to admit, I was like, what do you mean, Lot? Are you going to give them your virgin daughters? Come on. That's just ridiculous to me. But again, that's not the point of the story. And we know that uh, Lot is trying to uh, protect these men and uh, possibly uh, uh, he's praying for protection of his daughters if they would agree uh, uh, to this. And then we also have to understand uh, that Lot also does not have that personal relationship with the Lord or we don't see the evidence of that because remember how Lot got here out of Sodom in the first place. Abraham a man after God's own heart, a man who had the heart of God and just wanted peace with his brother, uh, with his kin. And they had grown. I mean, they were blessed beyond measure. I remember. And the land just couldn't support them because God had blessed them. And God blessed Lot because of Abraham. So uh, when Abraham told Lot, look, uh, we don't want our kin to be fighting because they were fighting over the wells. Uh, there was just not enough uh, water uh, to feed um, or to nurture all of the cattle and uh, I'm just uh, all the blessings okay that God had blessed him with uh, that Abraham in his humility gave Lot first choice and Lot instead of being humble himself wanted to be selfish and he looked out at the land and he chose what he thought was the best land okay would look the best and there was a lesson we learned in that okay uh, uh, don't always judge a book by its cover it doesn't matter what it looks like it, it can look good but that doesn't mean it is good so anyway lot decided to choose that land because it looked fertile um, it looked like the best so he took that instead of humbling himself or seeking the face of, of God as to where he should go and really if he would have done that God probably would have told him you need to stay with Abraham okay because he is the one that I am talking to face to face. He is the one that I am blessing. Uh, so stick close to him until you learn more of me and you develop your own relationship with me. Anyway, um, but Lot didn't do that. So he ended up in Sodom. And now this place is evil. It's just an evil place. And so the men say, stand back, they shouted. Uh, this fellow came to town as an outsider and now he's acting like our judge we'll treat you far worse than those other men and they lunge toward lot to break down the door okay so his pleas had no effect on these men they were on a mission they were on a demonic mission and and lot i'm um, certainly was not going to stand in their way but it says in verse 10 but god right but the two angels reached out, pulled Lot into the house, and bolted the door. Then they blinded all the men, young and old, who were at the door of the house. So they gave up trying to get inside. All right, so what Lot couldn't do in his own power, with his own uh, persuasive tongue, in his flesh, these angels said, look, I'm going to take care of this. And they pulled Lot in the house under their protection and then they pronounced judgment on those outside they blinded them uh, so they couldn't see okay so now they're just uh they're groping around in the dark 
And isn't that what sin will have you do? My goodness, thank you, Holy Ghost. You will grope around in the dark. You don't know which way is up. You may think you're going uh, a certain way, uh, but you end up, you may think that you're headed somewhere, right? But you end up in a place that you don't want to be. Sin blinds you. It is a blinding uh, uh a blinding substance okay so these men are out there blinded groping around in the dark and the angels pull a lot inside and it says in verse 12 meanwhile uh, the angels are uh, they question lot do you have any other relatives here in the city they asked get them out of this place your sons-in-law sons daughters or anyone else for we are about to destroy this city completely the outcry against this place is so great it has reached the lord and he has sent us to destroy it. my 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 so he is telling him if you have anyone in the city that you love get them out okay because the evil that is going on here the outcry has reached god himself and he has sent us to destroy this place uh, so Lot rushed out to tell his daughter's fiancés, quick, get out of the city. The Lord is about to destroy it. But the young men thought he was only joking. Thought he was only joking. Here he comes with a prophetic word, with a word from God. And they think that he's joking. Mm. Verse uh, 15. At dawn the next morning, the angels became insistent. Hurry, they said to Lot, take your wife and your two daughters who are here. Get out right now or you will be swept away in the destruction of the city. Okay, now listen to this instruction. Now he's telling Lot uh, to take his wife and his daughters and just get out. Okay, don't worry about uh, the son-in-laws who uh, didn't believe you the first time, okay, that I told you. Uh, but get your family, man, and get them out of here because we're about to destroy the city. And will Lot still hesitated? Uh, the angel seized his hand and the hands of his wife and two daughters and rushed them to safety outside the city for the Lord was merciful look at the mercy of God when they still hesitated when they still hesitated they weren't sure if they wanted to act on the word of God they 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 just sat there the angels took their hands the hands of Lot his wife and his daughters and rushed them out of the city and when they were safely out of the city the word continues uh, that uh, the angels ordered run for your lives and don't look back or stop anywhere in the valley escape to the mountains or you will be swept away so he tells them run or the angels tell them run for your lives and don't look back don't look back don't stop just keep on going to where I'm telling you to go or you will also be swept away in judgment okay a uh, lot says in verse 18 oh my lord lot begged you have been so gracious to me and saved my life and you have shown such great kindness but I cannot go to the mountains a disaster would catch up to me there and I would soon die see there is a small village nearby please let me go there instead don't you see how small it is then my life will be saved okay so he's pleading with them for a different place because he's scared to go on the mountains uh, uh, he thinks he's gonna die there and so they say in verse 21 all right uh, the angel said I will grant your request I will not destroy the little village but hurry escape to it for I can do nothing until you arrive there Wow so the angels are on a mission from God, but 
they also have instruction not to harm Lot and his family. And where does that instruction originate? With the intercession of Abraham. Remember, Abraham asked him, are you going to destroy this city if there is one righteous man in there? If there are 10, well, um, he starts with 50, okay, then he gets down to 10. Um, but God knows Abraham's heart that he wants his family saved, right? And then the fact that um, not just his family, uh, but any that are righteous. And, uh, and Lot also, he exhibits uh, righteousness when he desires to protect those men and not let them fall uh, to evil prey. Okay, so they, uh, um, so they are under God's protection. All right, so in verse 23, a lot reached the village just as the sun was rising over the horizon. Then the Lord rained down fire and burning sulfur from the sky on Sodom and Gomorrah. The destruction that he said would happen is happening. And he utterly destroyed them along with the other cities and villages of the plain, wiping out all the people and every bit of vegetation. He just took it all down he destroyed it all but Lot's wife looked back as she was following behind him and she turned into a pillar of salt Lot's wife after the instruction of God to not look back she can't help herself she turns and she looks back and this is an instruction to us guys this is a, a prophetic word for us okay this is something that we uh, need to uh, tuck in our heart uh, when God is pulling us out of something okay when he is uh, rescuing us from a toxic relationship a toxic uh, situation okay when he is delivering us from darkness into his marvelous light don't look back don't desire the dead things in our lives don't desire things that were where God has said look I'm moving you on I'm moving you on uh, we have to let go and we can't get comfortable in the past and in the old and hold on to things when we clearly have the revelation from God in our hearts that he is moving us on that that time or that place or that situation is 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 dead okay that it is no longer feeding us that it, as a matter of fact uh, that it is destroying us okay that it is is uh, that it is not helping us uh, to be uh, the men and women of God that he has called us to be. He will call us out of situations. He will pull us out if we hesitate, if our heart is for him. Okay, but we have to resist the temptation to look back, to not want to let go. Resist it. Resist it. Hallelujah. So in verse 27, uh, Abraham got up early that morning and hurried out to the place where he had stood in the Lord's presence. He looked out across the plain towards Sodom and Gomorrah and watched as columns of smoke rose from the cities like smoke from a furnace. Uh, Abraham gets up and he looks out at the city of Sodom and Gomorrah and he sees the fulfillment of the word that God gave him uh, that he was going to destroy this evil place. And then in verse 29, it says, uh, but God had listened to Abraham's request and kept Lot safe, removing him from the disaster that engulfed the cities on the plain. Afterward, Lot left Zor because he was afraid of the people there. And he went to live in a cave in the mountains with his two daughters. Okay, so the place uh, that Lot had asked 
had pleaded with the angels to allow him to go he went there uh, that place called Zor Zor or Zoar he goes there okay but he's fearful of the people there and he ends up in the very mountains where God told him to go in the first place where the angels through the word of God told him to go in the first place my goodness so if we just obey God in the first place if we just obey what God says in the beginning I mean in the heart of God so Lot pleaded because he was afraid to go there and God uh, relented and allowed him uh, to go to this other place where he thought he would be safer all right but he ended up being scared there and going to the mountains where God told him to go originally so let's just trust God in the first place okay let's not try to uh, modify God's plans all right, because in his mercy, in his grace, he may allow us to do that, knowing that it's only going to slow us down. Um, it's only going to be a detour in the place where he has for us to go anyway. But my goodness, I mean, that's just a lesson again for us right there. And we are just in chapter 19 in Genesis, and we are getting so many life lessons um, as we already uh, should know that we are because we're reading the word of God and, and the word is alive. Amen. All right. So anyway, um, it says uh, that he goes uh, to live in a cave in the mountains with his two daughters. Um, and one day, the older daughter said to her sister, there are no men left anywhere in this entire area. So we can't get married like everyone else. And our father will soon be too old to have children. Come, let's go get him drunk with wine and then we will have sex with him. That way we will preserve our family line through our father. Wow, okay. So here we have here we have a family or daughters who are thinking that their family line is going to perish and they want to have children to continue that line. And that is a good desire. But how they are attempting to do this is is not good. Okay, this is not something uh, uh, that God has, has put in their hearts uh, to do. Okay, the desire to keep their family line alive is a good desire. Uh, but their um, but their way of doing this, okay, that's not from God. Um, that's uh, strictly flesh, right? And that's another lesson for us. Let God give us a plan. Okay, don't come up with our own. Or if we do come up with our own, pray about it. Make sure that it's something uh, that God has given us a vision to do or inspiration to do. So anyway, in verse 33, uh, so that night they got him drunk with wine and the older daughter went in and had intercourse with her father. He was unaware of her lying down or getting up again. Uh, the next morning, the older daughter said to her youngest sister, I had sex with our father last night. Let's get him drunk with wine again tonight and you go in and have sex with him. That way we will preserve our family line through our father. So that night they got him drunk with wine again and the younger daughter went in and had intercourse with him as before. He was unaware of her lying down or getting up again. As a result, both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their own father. When the older daughter gave birth to a son, she named him Moab. He became the ancestor of the nation now known as the Moabites. And we're going to learn that this nation did not worship God. Okay, that nothing good came from this. And when the younger daughter gave birth to a son, she named him Benami. 
he became the ancestor of the nation also known as the Ammonites and we're also going to learn that from this nation nothing good came so again what is the message that we end up with uh, from these last verses uh, that we don't need to uh, come up with our own fleshly plans that we always need to seek what is God's plan for our lives and we need to follow him amen so God bless you uh, this was an amazing chapter Genesis 19 um, it covered uh, quite a bit of, 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 of um, word okay it gave us many lessons in this chapter and so I uh, just think on these things or uh, whatever God is uh, bringing up in your spirit um, that's what he wants you to concentrate on uh, due to wherever you are in your life in your season uh, that's just how the Word of God is he will bring it up to you he will have you meditate on it um, so don't resist that uh, take the time uh, to just think about the word that was studied and what the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about it. And then uh, just go from there and walk it out. Amen. Uh, so bless you. Have a wonderful day. And until we meet again in Genesis 20, have a great one. Amen.